there, lovely. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours. Hi, this is Candice Lease, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours. And you are listening to the award-winning... The best podcast in the entire world. For the Neighbourhood Rewatch. So welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Uh, just an... Uh, one of my many awards that I've won over the years. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know what other awards I've won, just subscribe to the Patreon, £1 a month. Uh, this week's bonus episode as well is a, a bit of a crossover. I don't know if you know back in the day, we used to do a wrestling podcast. Uh, Tim was in charge of that one uh, until he went away. Was I? <laughs> you, were, you were definitely you were. You were in charge of that one. I, I press record. You guys said that I was in charge just because I sat on the chair and you sat on the sofa. That was, that was the only difference. Oh, yeah, that's why, because you wouldn't rescind your good chair. In his fucking ivory tower. Or up on his pedestal. <laughs> King Tim. <laughs> on his throne. Uh, so we've done a little mishmash. We've done uh, a neighbour's Royal Rumble, since it's Royal Rumble weekend when we're recording this. Uh, so again, just £1 a month. Bonus episode every week. And early access to the main podcast, which... Is this right now? This, this is, is it. This is the main one. This is Woo! when we talk about neighbors a little bit. Um, <laughs> or we try at least. Or we try. Uh, the neighbors episodes we're going to talk about this week at 4,071 to 4,074. Just four episodes this week. What the fuck? I know our mantra is five, no more, no less, but 4075 wasn't there. Unfortunately. I feel like just no more than five. One episode's fine as well, but not more than five. No. Remember the season when we were doing one episode? They were fucking... They were hard work. Nearly quit. At about I was so work. annoyed. Hard work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't have 4075 there on Daily Motion on Neighbours UK Fans Forever. But it's okay. We've got loads more on there, so it's fine. And we'll, we'll fill in the gaps. Uh, socials, you can find us at Watch Neighbour. Twitter, Instagram. We have a Facebook page now where you can join in the fun on there as well. What kind of fun? Just the, do you know the fun we have on the podcast? Oh yeah. <laughs> you can join in with that those conversations. You can get involved with some of the jokes on there. Send us stuff. Uh, Has I, anyone sent us anything yet? Not yet. No. <laughs> I only, to be honest, I only got round to it yesterday. To set it up, despite pr- promoting it and promising it last week, I only got around to it yesterday. Um, you added me to it like a more than. Oh a week. no, I fucked that one up. So I had to read. I, I, I... Fucking hell, Tim, can you be in charge again, please? Made <laughs> me an admin of the last page. Has that gone away now? Yeah, I also banned you from the group as well, just for the fun of it. <laughs> no, because I fucked something up fairly fundamental. Uh, Was it a spelling mistake? No, they're they're changeable, and nobody cares about them as much as you, Tim. Anyway, <laughs> makes it look unprofessional. I see, I see spelling mistakes in stuff all the time, and not just in yeah, my- it's your fucking work. <laughs> oh, I was reading through some of what some of my notes, and it was all spelt wrong. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> this is why he worked for TGI's for so long because he gets something could spell. <laughs> Spelling, is, not- spelling isn't important to you, but imagine if you were doing a test on, on a Friday and you didn't get the right amount. Like, then you'd be fucking heartbroken, I imagine. 
Yeah, you would. Don't fucking cheat. Then you won't be heartbroken, you little shits. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to hear that full story again, one pound a month, please. Patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch. Right. Let's talk about neighbors. Let's get to it. Uh, let's talk about Steph first. Uh, she gets sent a motorbike. Wakes up one morning, there's a motorbike on her drive. And she's like, fuck, there's a motorbike on my drive. Uh, John and Lennon are like, there's a motorbike on your drive. Should we go look at the motorbike on your drive? And they, they can't look at the motorbike on the drive. Uh, everyone <laughs> just... <laughs> are you broken? <laughs> everyone just presumes it's from Mitch. So after a little bit of umming and ahhing and saying motorway on the drive, Steph reports it to the police and goes, motorway on the drive. Fucking hell! <laughs> he's trying to be funny but he literally just said motorway on the drive motorway on the drive now. Stop. <laughs> uh, but after what Toadie said to the police about Mitch giving her a little kiss while he, were ro- while his- while he was robbing her uh, the police are super suspicious and they keep her for more questions They're like oh actually do you want to come to the station and-, and do some questioning she's like yeah that'll be fine it's probably easier then uh, I've got nothing on this, <laughs> this was proper shit, I thought, because that like they either the police were being sneaky to get her, to get her there, or it didn't make any sense because they were like, no, we just want to have some questions with you. We just want to, you know, we'll just ask you a bit about that motorbike on your drive. Um, <laughs> but then she got there, and they were like, "You fucking helped him rob the place. You're going to prison." It it turned like that, and I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that. No. no, no, you see it. In, you see it in American shows all the time. Like, not to that degree. That's the worst I've ever seen it, where they've pretty much lied to this woman to get her to come and talk to him, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. It was just like you fucking robbed the place, <laughs> and then they wouldn't grant her any bail or anything. They fucking locked her up in the cells. It made no sense. They wouldn't oh. give her a phone call or anything. They were just like. So, like, Lynn comes down, says, oh, I'm just here to pick up Steph. You took her down for a couple of nice, easygoing questions. And that the, that fit blonde cop tried to find out who she is, can't find out. <laughs> later. Um, she was like, nah, we're fucking banging her up. She's going to prison. And Lynn's like, what? You only took her down here for some because of that motorbike on the drive. And it just pr- it went off. And Lynn's ringing Joe. Joe's just got in. He's just walked past that motorbike on the drive. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, right, I'm going to have to come down. She gets dragged off, kicking and screaming. We see her in prison at the end. For some reason, she's got dirt all over her face. She's literally <laughs> been in prison for 10 minutes, and it's like, I'm, I'm fucked. It's like she's full <laughs> Shawshanked in, the, in prison. Um, and it just all goes off like that. Pretty sure you're not allowed to do that. And I know what you're thinking now, Tim. Oh, my God, Stephanie Scully, Stephanie Joe Scully. I like it when she says her full name. She's going to be in prison for ages. We're going to have to try and get her out. Panic. Oh, what a panic. Nah, don't worry. Start of the next episode, she's home. <laughs> it was very strange see i thought it was like fairly common practice to like take people down to the station to do some further questioning um and i think i think they just panicked when lynn showed up like oh fuck her mum's here to pick her up what do we do oh fucking arre- just fuck it just just arrest her um because you know i'm pretty sure you see that in american shows all the time like i'm under arrest and they're like no we just want to do some questioning and then they do the question and go, right, now you're under arrest because you've told us what we want to hear. Yeah, now you're under arrest because you just admitted to the murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you said I wasn't under arrest. <laughs> but she does get out on bail. Uh, Gareth. Don't know who paid the bail. Show me Joe Scully did. 
Um, so she's out the next day. She's paranoid. She's being watched. She's chilling with Stu, her best buddy Stu. And she's getting followed by a car. She's like, yeah, that car's following me. And Stu's like, don't be fucking stupid. Like, this guy is in New South Wales by now. He's fucking miles away. Uh, and she's like, no, no, it's definitely dodgy. Uh, so she confronts this car. And it's the police who are following her. So they've, they've the questioned fuck, her. That's dodgy as shit, Australian police, apparently. Yeah, it's not good. Keeping an eye on her to see if she meets up with Mitch. Yeah. It sounds like Steph needs a good lawyer in this situation. And luckily, I don't know if he's a good lawyer, but uh, Tim Collins, resident dodgy lawyer of Neighbours. You've seen him before, Tim. You've seen him in the uh, the finale episodes. He's got a good uh, name. All he needs. Yeah. Uh, he was also uh, Mark's best man at the wedding. That never happened. Uh, but he's volunteering now. He's like, you've got a strong... The police have been clearly dodgy with you here. You've got a very strong case. If I was your lawyer, you wouldn't even be spent 10 minutes getting grubbed up in jail. Your he even face- says, he even makes reference to the wedding. He says, look, I might be a cunt, but what Mark did to you, leaving you at that altar, he's the biggest cunt I know. Which I thought was a nice little... Just in case you weren't sure, if you were just like, oh, is that Tim Collins? Was he wasn't he... Yes, he was. And he, he reminds you about it. So I thought that was quite good. Side question. Are there any good Tims? <laughs> Think about it. I mean, there's all, there's only one good James Bond. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Dalton, the only, he's the only he's one a one. good Tim. I'll give you that one. He's a yeah. good Tim. Tim Edmund, No. Yeah. David Belland. Timmy Mallet. Definite pedo. <laughs> yeah, he's Timmy Dildo now. He's on a very different scene. <laughs> Are there any other Tims? It's me and I'm awful. Um... Tim Minchin's cool. Tim yeah. Minchin's right. He's a bit... He's fucking weird and he loves himself. Yeah, he's a bit like, weird. Can't, um... <laughs> any other Tims? Right into us, people. P.O. If you're called Tim and you're all right, let us know. <laughs> Should I befriend on our Facebook page anybody who's just called Tim? In the whole world, yeah. You won't yeah. even let Tim be on our Facebook <laughs> page. Please, I want you to go on our Facebook page and invite a thousand people who are called Tim. <laughs> like our page. I want it to just become, the. the I'm going to call it the Timunity. Oh! <laughs> I like this. I like really? that. There's no way you to start that now. You've had that idea for a long time, Tim. <laughs> You've not just come up with that off the cuff. I've got all kinds of Tim puns waiting to happen. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so Tim Collins has also got a new client as well. He's he's getting he, he's he's got Steph's gully and he's got a second client already. Uh, that second client, of course, being Susan, who wants a divorce. And she's like, listen, I just want a divorce. want to start my life afresh. I don't know these people. I just want to get on with my life. And he's like, you need to take fucking half. Take half. She doesn't even want half. No, but he's like, no, you're fucking getting half. If I'm your lawyer, you're getting half. He's fuming that she's giving that piano away. He was like, that was fucking worth it. That could have been my deposit. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fucking ruthless. He's going to ruin Carl. Um. Tony gets involved because he used to be a lawyer at this point. I think him and Tim Collins had run-ins at a previous 
I think they both worked for the same firm at one point and they had run-ins together. So they've got a good feud going on. It'd be a good one for, you know, they've, they've not feuded for a while, but then they show back up at the rumble, like, oh yeah, them two had a feud and they go at it again. Um, <laughs> Patreon, one pound a month. Uh, Tony tries to get involved with this, but just makes it fucking worse. Because uh, Carl's obviously upset and Tony's just trying to, he's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to scare Tim off a little bit. He's trying to talk Susan around, but Susan's just like, well, why are you, why are you talking down my back to Carl first? Why aren't you just talking? If you're my friend, talk to me face to face. You didn't. You went behind my back. Fuck you, Toadie. She does pretty much say fuck you, Toadie, at this yeah. stage. Rightfully so as well. He's been a dick. Yeah. Where do you think Susan stands on this? Do you reckon she's going to get half? Do you reckon she's going to get anything out of it? Because if she's saying, "Oh, I don't remember it," blah, I don't, I don't love you anymore. You don't. If you're not the, she keeps saying, "I'm not the same person." Well, you don't own any of this shit. Then fuck off. <laughs> yeah, what... I think she'll. She's going to remember eventually, obviously. But is it not true? This isn't an Australia fact per se. It's a neighbor's fact. Didn't she and Carl get married multiple times? I don't know whether that was just renewing vows or maybe they literally got divorced and then got married again. Maybe. I, I think this is the first divorce that they actually get. I think this does actually end in divorce. They actually get divorced more than once. Yeah. Fucking hell, spoiler alert. I've got another 40 years of Neighbours to watch here. Don't fucking ruin I don't, it. I don't actually know, but I... I yeah, I, I, I think that's... I can't remember. Yeah I, yeah, I think this is the first one and it actually goes through. Uh... Yeah, she might. She looks like she's going to get half here. This, this is the example of like, yeah, most neighbor storylines last for about three and a half minutes. This is what happens when they go further. They they lose control and they go, I right, well, shit, we'll just go for a year then. And I think we're at six or seven weeks now of this storyline. Mental for neighbor standards. This, yeah, really is, really is, and it doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon either. Nope. Yeah, fucking hell, this is... Uh... I remember at the drop of a hat, out of nowhere, at any moment, and everything will go back to normal. Yeah. I don't mind long-term storytelling, though. I feel like it just, it's not the only stories line going on, so it's not like it's taking over. I feel like when it was back in the day, I feel like I was, it was on more, but now I'm, co- I'm fully invested in some of the other stories, so maybe it's not as, as bad. Yeah, it's just a short interlude, isn't it? Between other stuff, other stuff like Connor. Uh, this is this is a great story for me. I oh, love this storyline. I think it's really good. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna, I'll, we'll get to it, but I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think. Uh, so Shell isn't giving up at all. Uh, she went to the orchard last week, and Connor's like, "Good, this is goodbye kiss. See you later. We had a good run, but see you later." Uh, but Delta Goodrum's like, "Yeah, you shouldn't give up." I've got a fucking great idea. Why don't you leave him a voice note? All these, all the kids are giving voice notes these days. Right. This, this is annoying. Um, voice notes are neither here nor there. Was this on the Patreon or did I say this off camera? What? Where did I say this? No, we talked about this on the main pod last week. This is on the main podcast. Yeah. Fucking hell. Right. No. <laughs> if you are someone who does voice notes, word of advice. I feel like I'm doing a lot of advice this week. Um, no, don't do it. it. It will put a guy off very quickly. Even if you are quite hot, it will. I have it on good authority. 
put people off if you make them do voice notes. <laughs> Insert the Agony Adam soundtrack here. <laughs> that that would never work as a thing, I don't think. Um, it's proper annoying, especially like, for example, if that person's like, they might not work five days a week, but when they do work, they have to pretty much talk all day. The last thing they want to do is talk when they get home and do fucking voice notes, wait for a reply, and then do another voice note. It's just not a good idea, guys. Guys but, and girls, don't do it. It's just it not, not good. Depends, though, if there's potential sex with a hot person. The, the, I'm glad you've mentioned that, Tim. Yes, that is something that can bring it back for you. However, and I'm, I'm going to raise the stakes with the voice notes, if your voice is a bit annoying <laughs> when, you're, when you're doing these voice notes. <laughs> um, any, it's, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> Unfortunately for everyone, but there you go. Sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind. Mm. But on this occasion, it's worked. Dealt the Did this like... girl not come from Wigan? No. Okay, this is Michelle. She's got a good Australian accent. I like it. The Wigan accent on a voice note. Nope. Uh, she says, yeah, do some voice notes. Just send him some WhatsApps. And Michelle's like, well, WhatsApp hasn't been invented yet, but I've got the next best thing, which is a cassette recorder. So she records him on a cassette recorder. Lynn's listening in. And Michelle's having a hard time doing it. She's getting emotional doing it. It's quite sweet. Um, and she sends it off. And it works. For the first time ever, this is probably how they got popular. I imagine that this first voice note worked. I went, "Oh, this is a fucking great idea. Let's let's ev- let's get everyone to do these." Uh, because Connor hears it, he puts it into his Sony Walkman on his lunch break at the Orchid, and all's forgiven. He's back, just like that. He's in a taxi. Did you not pop when the taxi rolled up? No, I, I think brilliant. So you've already said proper sweet how she did this voice note. I thought it was quite sweet. He listens to it, fucking brilliant. Then she's just going to school or something. She gets the mail from the mailbox outside and the taxi starts pulling up. You don't really focus on it because she's getting the mail out. And then you just hear this, is that mail for me? <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. And then he's, then he's there and she's like, she, 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 it's him. Oh, I, 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 down I, from a rainbow. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really nice. I liked it. No, I feel like not... you're you're you've become quite harsh and cynical and I've become quite filled with light these days. I don't know what your problem is. Why why didn't you like it? I don't think it was earned enough. He's not been away long enough. He's not even been off screen because they keep on cutting back to him picking apples and calling them. He had a week off and then he had about two weeks picking apples. And Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, all's forgiven. I'm like, he did nearly kill Michelle. But that was Lynn's fault. No, it was definitely his put fault. Right like, why, why have you brought a fucking lemonade bottle to put fucking... All right. There's a 50-50 blame there, at least. And then when she's in hospital, he's just fucked off. Yeah, I, I, I'm very surprised at Joe Scully. I feel like this is very unlike Joe Scully to just forgive that easily. Like, he definitely wasn't that nice to Woody. He was a criminal. This poor bastard just can't read. <laughs> I hate to think what his fucking spelling's like. <laughs> I think Jay's just mildly racist. Like, if, if someone's not Australian or neighbours, he's not going to like him. You might be right, you know. No, I, no I, I like Paddy as a character. 
What other characters have been on Neighbours who aren't English? I mean, I just called him Paddy when he's called Connor, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even notice. Wow. I thought, is that his name in real life? That's his name in real life. That's only because I messaged him yesterday. Okay. (laughs) Coming on now. That's part of the reason why I'm saying it's a really good storyline. In case he listens, oh, listen to the last, uh, next episode. He won't come on if you say all all his acting was shit. No, I didn't say anything like that. I just think like the storyline was a bit rushed and wasn't earned. That's all. Um, wow, he could have done. He could have been done with going away for at least a month, like not seen, not heard. And then she tried, like, she, and two. She weeks didn't see him. Points. We're not we, like you. We we saw him because we're the viewers. She didn't see him. He fucked off to the orchard. We saw him. We're we're. We're, we're observing their lives, you know? Like, we're not in them. So we're like a neighbourhood watch. Well, I've already seen this, though. So <laughs> what would you call that? Well, if you rewatch it. Uh, Tim's getting annoyed with us now. I think Grace is behind the fucking telly telling him to <laughs> get a move on. Wrap this shit up. So, yeah, Connor's back. All is forgiven. <laughs> And it also just kills the storyline dead, though. Sorry, but it does. It just kills the storyline dead now. And no, it doesn't. And it... He still can't fucking read. Yeah, I don't know. It... I mean, the, the Tani stuff's still unre- unresolved slightly. Maybe She's going to be back. Maybe that's She's back soon. She's Tani back soon. Okay. Yeah, because I, I clicked on a wrong video. <laughs> so there's one missing. So I know she comes back in a bit. All right, cool. Well, yeah. Maybe it's not all forgiven. When it comes, when it's said and done, uh, right? Let's talk about our probably least favorite character, Rosie. Uh, Can we get her on? Should we get her on? <laughs> She's bugging Harold, so they're cleaning up uh, the Hancock's old place because Saxon's mum's died. So they're like, "Well, need to get them. Need to clean it up now and get rid of that smell." Uh, <laughs> So Harold's having a good old clean up there and Rose is bugging him. Good old clean up. <laughs> he didn't even fucking mean to. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, but Rosie's there to help, but she's just watching Harold do it. And all she, she is. Yeah, that annoyed me because she was like, oh, fucking hell, this is hard work. Harold has clearly done it all and she's just fucking stood there. Annoying. And then she starts asking him about Lou. Fuck Wait. off, bring him yourself, dickhead. Send him a voice note. No, don't. Yeah, that's all she's there for, is to find out if basically Lou's planning to dump her and she's trying to get the uh, the skinny off Harold. And, and Harold's like, eh, I don't know, you need to speak to Lou. And the Rosie's like, well, if you knew something good, you'd have said it'd be all good. So I'm going to assume that I'm getting dumped. Uh, so Lou, the next day, has wrote a letter has got it delivered to Harold's house for Rosie. Fucking idiot. No Shows... I know. What, why not send it to fucking Rosie's house? Why send it to... He's... He's... The send mail in this program. <laughs> it's really fucking stupid. So Harold gets the letter and then he accidentally gets it wet because he's Harold and he's bumbling around. And then he goes, Harold's a fucking idiot in this as well. Yeah, he is. He is. So he's like, oh, shit, I've got it wet. What's the best way to dry stuff out? I know, I'll iron it. <laughs> I'll iron this piece of paper. After he's read it, he has opened it now. Yeah. 
And so ready. He gets it wet, decides, oh, it's a bit wet, I'd better read it. Yeah. Lewis decided he's not going to dump Rosie. No, he fucking wants her more than ever now. But unfortunately, it's got wet, and now Harold has done that thing where he's ironing it, and then the doorbell goes. Uh, who was he at the door? I can remember now. Someone was at the door. Oh, it's it's D. D's just cut, knocks on Harold's door and says, "Ah, Lou says he's not se- like someone's moving in the house. Lou's not selling number thirty, so it's all good. Brilliant. Um, oh, I'm not keeping you from anything, are you? Am I? Um, and instead of Harold going, oh, I was just ironing that letter. Um, he goes, Nah. <laughs> I was literally doing nothing before you. I was doing absolutely nothing. So the iron's on the letter at this stage, all through this conversation. You know what would be really funny? If one of us got a tattoo dedicating our lives to doing what Harold would do in any given situation, that'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be good. I've got a question. Um, you can both answer it if you want to, if you don't want to, because it's on the Patreon and certain people might hear. That's fine too. Um, so Lewis sent has sent this letter. The whole point is you think Lewis sent a letter dumping Rosie. Um, he hasn't in the end, so fucking brilliant. Um, I just want to know if any of you have ever dumped anyone or been dumped in a way like that, either by voice note or letter or in a weird way like that. Have you got an interesting story that could maybe entertain our listeners for, I don't know, three, four minutes, something like that? It's got to be a J story. I know. So I, 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 I imagine, Tim, yours is going to be pretty standard. You know, it's, it's not working out, blah, things things like that happen in our, in mine and your your lives. That's kind of how things work out. Uh, in other people's, though, it's never <laughs> quite so simple. Uh, let's not, let's not talk about which Let's not do your divorce. Let's do one of the other funnier ones. <laughs> I am trying to. I'm. I'm going through the Rolodex in my mind right oh. now. When are we going to do a divorce special? <laughs> I'll speak to Grace because it might be quite soon. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I know one off the top of my head. And this is literally off the top of the head. There could be five or six more of this. Uh, was the time I was seeing uh, a, a female. Why have you said it like that, you fucking weirdo? I was seeing a female. I was seeing a... A female? <laughs> and... And I'm an award-winning podcaster. <laughs> what, what happened with this sad female? Uh, so it wasn't too long after. Uh, it it was about. It was definitely still in the honeymoon stage. Can you say? And it was a little bit whirlwind, whirlwindy, shall we say? Feelings uh, we? were caught pretty pretty quickly. It was basically banging for three days and then carry on. Well, then uh, this this female would, had already booked a summer vacation away for the entire summer, for three three to a bit months. So uh, she really wanted to get away from you? No, this was booked before. No, yeah, of course. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, she was going away for three months. It was already decided. Yeah, all right. Uh, she was going to Turkey. Where can I go? Fucking hell. <laughs> get the first fucking fly out of here. <laughs> what you're saying is she had, to, she had to move away. Carry on. <laughs> 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 so uh she was going to turkey 
Uh, but, you know, I'll be back in three and a half months. Don't worry. We'll speak all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm going to go work out there. I've got a friend over there who's going to help me. You know, he's going to put me up for a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. Massive penis, uh, obviously. You don't, need, you don't need to worry about him. He's just a fat, he's just a fat bloke. You don't need to worry about him at all. Right. He's, he's dead ugly. You don't need to worry about him one bit. <laughs> uh, literally, what did I say? Three and a half months? Three and one quarter into this holiday. Yeah, I've uh, I'm I'm shagging the the fat guy now. Sorry. Uh, uh, All this time, were you expecting like were you were you like talking every day? Were you expecting to continue? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't have an inkling. Oh, that's that's a shame now. Because she was like, "Don't worry, he's 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 a a fat guy who looks like the back end of a bus. You've got nothing to worry about." We were hoping for a funny one you did to someone else. Tell us another glitter fanny story. (laughs) God. Uh, So yeah, um, got dumped for a fat Turkish man. Tell us about the girl who wouldn't take her jeans off. That's for another day. <laughs> but that's the one that that's the one that comes to mind right now. Does that come to mind because you've never quite got over it? Do you still hold a torch for this girl? I mean, I still. Does she come her. back or is she still in Turkey? Uh, I don't know her current whereabouts, but when she did come back to England, I did shag her a couple of times. <laughs> oh my ears! It's so loud. There's definitely another storyline, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I obviously didn't see fit to make any notes about it. Uh, well, it's a new character, so I always like to, you know, talk about someone who's, someone who's joined the show and stuff like that. And it's someone who's going to be in uh, it for yeah, a while. Yeah, left out of the rosy stuff, because just who is this cunt? Uh, <laughs> we know who he is, and he ends up being, like, there for a while. We'll talk about him more next week. You'll we'll have... get to that, Tim. Fucking hell. We'll get to it next week. There's a new character. We'll get to that next week. But we're going to talk about... Darcy. He still wants to quit. He's fucking... He's had enough of this. And fair enough. He's been... You know, he's a doctor of renown. Uh, he doesn't want to be babysat with these patients. Is he a doctor of renown? Yeah, I think so. Is he a renowned doctor? Doctor of renown, yeah. <laughs> he probably won doctor of the year, I imagine. Such an odd way of putting it. That, that was and that's so strange. I'm going to Google it because it just sounded so fucking weird. <laughs> of, of renowned, I like. He could I, be a renowned doctor, but he wouldn't be a doctor of renowned. <laughs> Tim's googling now. Tim's googling. Keep talking while Tim's googling. Yeah, but Carl, despite all the the stress of getting divorced and Susan not remembering who he is and. He's not got piano anymore, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He comes up with a fucking blinder here, Carl. He does. And he must do it for his for his own amusement here. He's like, life's pretty shit right now. Susan doesn't want to shag me. She wants to divorce me. Um, I need I need some entertainment in my life. So he goes to D and goes, D, you know, you know, Darcy needs a chaperone, right? Uh, because he was shagging Penny, et cetera. And D's like, yeah, I fucking know all about it. And he's like, why don't you be the chaperone? And Dee's like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. And Carl's like, no, it's a fucking great idea. Imagine the storylines that can come from this. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, actually, there will be some really good storylines that will come from this because we've got a lot of history. Like, if we were in a Royal Rumble, for example, <laughs> we'd have a face-off and people go, oh, yeah, they had a great feud and they'd go at it again and everyone would cheer. 
So she's intrigued, but she has to convince Darcy. Uh, she goes to see Darcy. Darcy's like, nah, fuck off. I don't want you around. Uh, not at all. I mean, I like looking at your tits, but I don't, I don't want you. You're not allowed to ask him that though. No. He's been asked that a few times. And he, he has been asked that, yeah. Yeah, he did. That, that is not a good question. So if you do, like, you just had a bit of advice for you. If you do ever interview Mark Rafferty, don't ask him about these tits. We didn't. We didn't. We <laughs> no. were the only people, I think, to ever not ask him about these tits. We were all thinking it, but we didn't fucking ask. <laughs> Can I ask him about these nuts? Oh. Hey. That's two jokes, Tim. Two? There was no way that was going to land. That had a much better response than I was expecting. <laughs> we should definitely get some D's tits t-shirts. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all in for that. She's not coming on, is she? She's we've I've sent her a message. I think you've sent her a message. She's not coming on this podcast. No, she's not coming on. She's doing way more serious stuff right now. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if I mean, if Madeline, if you do need uh, a bit of light relief from all the serious stuff that you're doing right now. You know where we are. You know where we are. We are the lightest of relief. <laughs> uh, so she tries to give his Darcy, and Darcy's like, "No, nah, this is a fucking bad idea. Not, not a chance this happened." But then he has a—he is right here because he's like he needs a chaperone because he's been shagging his patients. Surely, bringing in someone who we used to shag is not a good idea. No, not at all. Not from a doctor's point. Like, there's no way the medical board would go for this. Because they were like, wait a minute, hasn't he shagged her multiple, multiple times? But um, he's intrigued about it. And this is probably what convinces him, to be honest, because he goes, wait a minute, I have shagged her multiple, multiple times. And if she's my chaperone, she'll be in my office. And I don't know if he shagged her in the office yet. So he's definitely going to try it. He's he's definitely going to try it on with D again. You, what do you mean? Shout, how do you shout someone in their office? <laughs> in oh Jesus! This is the problem. He does two fucking jokes, and all of a sudden, fuck! He's got a beer as well. They, wrap this shit up. We can't be having no. <laughs> I'm not satisfied until I clang one. <laughs> that is Darcy. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so we've been wanting this return for a while, as we as we keep on saying, Dick swinging Darcy. We want him back. It's getting closer every week. He's now going to have next week. I'm this next lot of episodes. Which how many should we watch? How many is there? Uh, let's try for five. I'm not going to commit to five if there's not five episodes there for me to watch. I'm not going to watch more than that. Because that would be fucking mental. But if you're telling me right now there are five episodes for me to watch next week and for us to talk about, I'm all in for that. Okay. I can't make guarantees with that, but... Well, what the fuck are we doing here then? I mean... <laughs> but we will try for five. And that that's the T-shirt right there as well. Try for five. Uh, we do love the number five, don't we? We watch five episodes. We do top fives. Uh, five five for a while. No, we haven't. Should we, we do the top, top five? five wedding things last week? Oh yeah, the Patreon again. Just so happened there were ten of them because it was that fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> again, Patreon one pound a month. Uh, 
But until next week, and until you subscribe to the Patreon, uh, I'm going to wish you goodbye. Uh, I'm going to wish Adam goodbye and Tim goodbye. Goodbye as well. <laughs> uh, you are both uh, co-hosts of Renowned. Uh, you were good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should quit names.